Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. In this episode, you will hear from Susan Reeves, who is such a fun and wise, delightful person to be with. Her top five strengths are belief, empathy, context, adaptability, and connectedness. She and her husband, Shannon, live in Austin, and as she says, they have a multi-generational home with her daughter and two of her three grandchildren, and also her mother-in-law who live together. As you listen, you will hear the peaceful and joyful spirit Susan has as her life and her days are not quite what she would have expected at this stage of her life. Her belief in connectedness strengths and her priority of developing her faith over many years has been a huge part of her journey. Also, her ability to trust in God's purpose and plan and care for her, even when things have been very different than she would have scripted for her story. As she talks about her context strength, you can hear how knowing the past for herself and others can bring comfort and understanding. She found a description of what all five of her strengths look like together that she'd written 10 10 or more years ago. That was so encouraging to her. She said, I'm highly sensitive to people's feelings and I don't dismiss their feelings, but I seek to understand and offer comfort and empathy. My life choices and decisions are guided by my beliefs. My beliefs provide hope, peace, and even an anchor for me to hold on to. After she read that, she thought, wow, did I really say that? Well, Susan is such a gem, and I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. As always, this episode is encouraging or helpful to you. Please share it with a friend, and I'd love it if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcast about what you're enjoying about any of the episodes of Embrace Your Strength. Hope you enjoy our conversation. I am so excited for you to hear from a dear friend today, Susan Reeves. Welcome, Susan. Thanks. Glad to be here. Oh. <laughs> I am really <laughs> excited. Even as I think about you, Susan, you are just such a delight. And just your sweet giggle that you've already kind of shown us a little bit is just what brings so much joy to people you know and just your presence. And so I'm so excited to unpack what your top five Clifton strengths are. I would love for you to introduce yourself, like who you are, where you live, and what you do. Okay, I'm Susan Reeves. Let's see, who am I? (laughs) (laughs) I am married to Shannon Reeves. Now we've been married for 31 years. We have uh, two daughters, Ellie and Julie Kate, and we have three grandchildren, Jeremiah, Emberly, and Riley. And I live in Austin. I'm originally from South Carolina. Yeah, I've been living in Austin for about 10 years now. And we used to be on staff with Campus Crusade for Christ crew, but now I'm just raising grandkids. (laughs) Oh, that's really fun. Well, I... I'm not sure how long we've known each other. I guess 
you know, 20 years, I don't know, but just, you do just bring just so much joy and wisdom and just encouragement to whoever you're with in any day. And so I am excited just for people to get a little bit of insight into you and your life and just what your strengths are and what that's, what that's looked like. Well, why don't you start with telling what your top five clicking strengths are and just kind of how you, your understanding of those or what they look like in your life. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Belief, empathy, context, adaptability, and connectedness. And I, I was telling you earlier, I feel like they all kind of connect with each other lately in my life. Just the, you know, belief, the things that I've come to believe, you know, early on in life have been the foundation for just my walk with the Lord, but then just life circumstances, you know, building my empathy context, helping me see the past and how it informs the future or, or the present is a big part of how I live. It drives my husband kind of crazy sometimes, <laughs> but how I can remember all these things from the past, but mm. somehow that helps me with living in the present and the future. Well, I'm not living in the future, but, and then just being adaptable, had to be adaptable quite a bit uh, in the last several years. And then connectedness, just seeing how I really believe all things happen for a reason and they're all connected. Like the reason I'm in this, I'm in this stage of life, the way it is, is there's a reason for it. It's connected to God's overall plan, you know, for me and for my children, for my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helps me see more and more. I think when I first did this, I was like, yeah, this sounds good, but I don't see how it's going to help me much. <laughs> but, but as I've gotten older, it's, it's, it's helping a lot understand myself and my, my, um, the people that are around me. Mm -hmm. I know like sometimes different times when we connect a little bit about this, cause you know, I like to talk about everyone's strengths, <laughs> <laughs> but especially like your context, like you said, I, I think it's so sweet and insightful. Like I think, not maybe not every year, but just I know you lose your lost your mom at a really young age, and how do you think? How has that impacted you, or even like having this contact strength? Like, what is what does that look like? Yeah, I don't know. If that's where it first started, but I have I have a feeling it did. You know, she got sick when I was fourteen and passed away when I was sixteen, and before that, there were challenges. You know, that I think about with my dad. Um, he drank a lot sometimes. And that would um, affect me. I can remember as an eight-year-old, just staring out the, the front room window, just waiting for him to come home and wondering if he was going to come home. Um, mm. So that kind of did something in me. And then when my mom passed away, I think it left me very feeling very alone, like, uh-oh, like I was the youngest of three girls. So my, both my sisters were gone. And so it just was this very alone feeling. But as, so as I've gotten older, just being able to look back and, you know, I've had a lot of counseling and stuff. So one thing that I've learned to do is comf comfort the younger, the younger Susan in those places, mm. you know, that still can come up fear or, well, just fears a big one, but just learning how to comfort. So I have to go in the past. I have to go back, but not see it so scary like it what used to be, but. Mm -hmm. So now I just find myself doing that a lot with um, when I'm talking to other people, you know, it's, it's 
I like to hear their history. I like to hear their story because it helps me understand them better because I can make snap judgments real easily with somebody like they irritate Mm -hmm. me. But if I find (laughs) out their backstory, you know, and I find out the challenges maybe they've had in their life or what, you know, that just really helps me want to get to know them better. And especially if, you know, they're asking me for help or, um, comfort or whatever. It just helps me to know, like I usually try to start with, well, tell me about your, tell me about your childhood or tell me about your life. And so for me, that Mm -hmm. helps me be empathetic and helps me not judge people so much when I first meet them. Cause I'm always thinking there's probably more to them than than what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. That's so good. Well, I, I remember over the years, like just that we would see each other a lot, just at different moms conferences we'd have with other moms working in crew. But several times you shared like up front as just kind of some of your journey or just encouragement for moms to trust the Lord with whatever challenges they have. And I just, I know every time that you would do that, we're all just kind of sitting at your feet, just like, (laughs) well, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but when when someone's speaking from a place of experience and even just challenges that you've walked through but i love that idea like you said even comforting your the younger susan and that's what we all need to do and i know just <laughs> when, when every time i'm with you i just feel at peace and i think that's a little bit of even just the connectedness strength that's I think maybe in the description, it's kind of like brings calm and peace to things, but just having that trust that you know that, okay, all these things are working together for a purpose. And I know even like you have belief and connectedness, and those are both the two talents, strengths that are spiritual nature. And I don't know, it just is like, yeah, of course, Susan has it. You're just like a rock, even in the midst. Yeah, sometimes not always. Shannon has to remind me you know, about how, you know, God's not left us. God's still involved. God's still here. You know, it's all working together, you know, because I can easily, you know, when it's been a hard day or something, I can be like, this stuff stinks or I hate this. You know, why do I have to live this life that I've, you know, got? But um, so I need him to sometimes remind me just that, you know, that God's, God's involved. God knows what he's doing. And then just hearing, you know, people like you or other friends of ours who encourage us, you know, we have often people saying, I don't know if I could do all that y'all have been through or been doing. And somehow that that's an encouragement, you know, to see that we haven't done it. I mean, it's obviously been the Lord that has is bringing is bringing us through the hard things that we sometimes have to go through. But so. Mm-hmm. Well, and I I can see just the fruit of just your work in the things that you've done and just um, getting input and counseling or whatever, what's been needed at whatever different time. But I, one one question I have is like, are there any certain just passages or things in God's word that you just kind of cling to or kind of like your mantra of even just trusting the Lord in life and challenges that you might have? Uh, Yeah, well, Habakkuk 3, which, you know, that's one of my favorite passages, but I I couldn't like recite it to you. (laughs) 
He was basically <laughs> saying, even though there's no cattle in the stalls, there's no, you know, like I'm wanting, like there's no, what you would think of things that you would count on um, to live a great life. It's like, um, even though those things may not be there, God is still there. God is still present. And that, I mean, I remember reading that passage when I was like 25. Of course, you know, I felt like, oh, the biggest things in my life right now are never going to get married. You know, it's like, I look at that now and go, brother, you know. <laughs> that was um, easy. That was easy. Yeah. I mean, at the time, kind, it, it kind didn't of not so really, easy. Yeah. yeah. But but now, I mean, it's just like pops into my head, even though I can't recite it for you. Remember, I've got it memorized, or I used to. But it just reminds me that even though all these things may not be happening, God's still, God's still there. He's never going to leave. He's never going to go away. Um, and I can trust him. And there's other passages that are real similar to that, that that's what I go to, you know, to remind, to remind myself. You know, he's not, he's not forgotten me. He's not intentionally making my life harder because he's using it. And he's definitely used it in my life to make me stronger, to empathize more with others, to be, try to be content in the circumstances that I'm in um, and knowing that it's, that it's not for nothing. He's using everything to grow me and to and for me to uh, the way people see it me um tackling things or or responding to things other people are watching that you know like my family and being encouraged by it or wondering how in the world can you have that kind of response mm -hmm. to this um so yeah well i know it probably kind of where you are right now in life might be a little different than you envisioned at this stage of your life. What, what has that looked like or what's been challenging or encouraging about where you are right now? Well, obviously, you know, bringing a three month old <laughs> into our house five years ago was challenging, although it was the right thing to do. We had to do it. I don't want to go into a bunch of details, but we are raising our, five-year-old grandson. And so that, you know, the challenges of, you know, remembering what it was like as a, you know, a mom way back when of like getting up feedings and all that stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, why am I having to do this again? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> you know, but knowing it's like, this was the right thing to do. This is what we needed to do. And it still is, it's been the right thing to do. And so the blessing of it all is, you know, having grandkids in the house, you know, I, I look at some of my friends who don't get to see their grandchildren as much and some who are just pining away for grandchildren, you know, and I'm sometimes yeah. going, I just want 30 minutes to myself, you know, <laughs> and so it, it's been a blessing, you know, I, I had a day recently to myself and it was like I was bored because I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have anybody to do anything for or take somewhere mm -hmm. or whatever. And so, I mean, I wasn't bored the whole day, but <laughs> for a little yeah, bit, for a little bit, a nanosecond. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it has been fun. We, we find ourselves laughing more than we find ourselves, you know, complaining or griping mm -hmm. about things. And my mother-in-law lives with us also. And so it's been neat to see her get to be around her great grandchildren. Um, yeah. 
and how much help she's been for us. But, you know, I just think we'd be three old people living around in the house. <laughs> like, where do you want to go eat tonight? You know, or <laughs> what, what show do you want to watch on TV? You know, I mean, we still kind of do that, but they've just added a lot of life to our home. And um, so at times it's like, oh, here I go again, because he started kindergarten this year and I'm sitting uh-huh. in car lines and I'm signing up for, you know, PTA type stuff. And, and so I'm like, oh, yay. But at the same time, it's an opportunity again to be around younger, younger moms and dads who many of them are doing probably what I did at that age, running around going, I've got to sign my kid up for this. I've got to sign my kid up for that. I've got to do this. I've got to do that, you know, and I just kind of yeah. want to go chill out, you know, <laughs> they're going to be okay. You know, <laughs> you don't have to feel like you've got to do all this stuff, you know it's okay for them to be bored or it's okay for this to happen. And so I think that's, that's just encouraged me, you know, to, if I look outside of my circumstance to how can my circumstance bring an encouragement to someone else? um, That's -hmm. what I want to do. So it's not what I thought it would be, but it's, it's been okay. It's been good. Yeah. Well, it's fun to kind of hear your people in the background. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, it's just life and it's, it is a joy. And I think, you know, sometimes our house gets pretty quiet and we do talk about the shows we're going to watch. <laughs> and we wait for when we get to see our grandchildren. So I just appreciate just, just your perspective and just, again, the joy that you bring to to the day, whatever, whatever's happening. I know um, this might seem a little random, but even as we were talking about, I don't know if it related to your connectedness, but somehow you were talking about going to the swimming pool. What, what was that? How did that relate to what we were talking about? Oh, (laughs) I was, I was telling, I was telling somebody in the house that I feel like cheers, you know, that bar where everybody knows your name. It's like I go to the swimming where I go swimming and it's like I just walk in and they say, oh, hey, we got you. You know, we already know your number. We already know. And, and your lane's available for you. And I'm like, my lane? They're like, oh, yeah, we know what lane you like. And so nobody's in it right now. So you better hurry up and get it. <laughs> so I just make, you know, making friends, you know, and they're mostly older people because that's who's swimming in the mornings. But you know, I've made some good friendships with a lot of these people. So that's just kind of been another outlet for me physically. I mean, Mm -hmm. I used to swim as a kid and then I kind of stopped and we've just got this pool up the road and it's open year round. So I've just been swimming for the last six years and it's such a, I mean, I can be in the worst mood ever and like, I got to get out of here. And then I go swim and I come back and I'm like, hey, how can I help y'all? You know, I'm ready to. So it's made a big difference in my um, my attitude and just physically. I feel better. I feel like I've needed that to have the energy to take care of um, these two kids that are running around. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say my, my daughter's here, too. It's not like I'm raising you know two kids. Um, but. Yeah, this just being known there and finding that's a little community of little swimming people. So that's been good. I've enjoyed that. I know we talked a little bit about kind of at one point you kind of thought maybe you wanted would like to do counseling or something along that lines. What was kind of behind that or even like now that you've shifted, like because you're the 
schedule that you have in your life isn't like that, but it seems like you really are still <laughs> imparting your life and counseling a lot of people, but not getting paid for it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so what was kind of your heart and passion in that idea? Well, I think just like I said, we've had some counseling mainly with our, one of our daughters, our older daughter, just some struggles she had growing up and, and finding, because both our girls are adopted, which, you know, sometimes there's challenges there, you know, but our older daughter just experienced more, um, was hard for her. Um, so we learned a lot of things about, um, that we missed in her growing up years of trying to help her, um, attach, you know, um, to us. And anyway, so, you know, as we went through a lot of counseling and I got into an adoption support group, I met a lot of moms and dads who just were struggling. Like, you're like, what, like, what is this? We don't know. And we were in that stage. And so I think it came out of just wanting to help other parents who have kids who are having a hard time or, you know, cause you kind of do have to parent them a little differently. Um, so we learned a lot just from that. So I think it came out of that just, you know, because I think I told you last night, I tend to uh, be motivated by meeting needs. And when I see a need, I want to try to meet that need or I want to come alongside somebody. And so I saw all these hurting moms and I wanted to come alongside of them and give them perspective or encouragement or tips or whatever. So I think that was the, what was I, I was thinking when I thought, well, maybe I could be a counselor. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um but you know and I mean I could but it's not likely <laughs> just with, yeah you know, and the older I get but I can still counsel I can still encourage people with the things we've learned and the things we've seen so I know I don't have to have a counseling license or whatever to do that but um yeah well I know I always appreciate any time I'm with you and just just your strength and your presence of just trusting the Lord with your life and whatever's on the plate for that day. And so well, I know people gravitate to you and especially cause you're so fun. And <laughs> is there any other good story you want to tell us? It doesn't have to relate to anything, but you're the best at telling stories. Uh, oh yeah. My mind's gone blank, but yeah, I mean, you just have funny stuff with the kids and, crazy stuff that they say. And it's just been, I mean, we often, you know, people are like, how are you doing? You know? And so I, yeah, you know, I've got my grandchildren here and our daughter's living with us right now. And then they go, wow. And my mother-in-law moved in and they go, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a full house. We, it's a multi-generational house. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, at times that's kind of like, I just want to be here by myself. Like I want, I want everybody to leave. Like I just want to be here by myself. But, um, but for the most part, it's, it's a good situation. I'm glad we have a place for um, my mother-in-law to come and live. Mm -hmm. And um, she's not, you know, she's got more energy than I do most of the time. Um, really? Yeah. She's very helpful. That's so, great. Yeah. We just. Chan and I laugh a lot. We feel like that's been part of why we're, we're able to, you know, we often fist bump and go, you know, we're, I'm not going to cuss. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, are, we are darn good parents and grandparents. 
and we laugh, you know, about some of the stuff that, you know, they say or anyway. So that's been, that's been a key part of just having a partner, you know, your spouse who you're encouraged with, you know, and you can laugh with and get down about things with, but then pray together and get up and trust the Lord with it all. So. I know before we started talking, you said you found your little worksheets that we had done several years ago about your strengths. Was there anything particular that I think you said the part where when you see them all together, what that looks like? Yeah, it was interesting. I said, I'm definitely more of an internal thinker and problem solver because I like my internal world. I see people differently and observe them with sensitivity and kindness. And I thought, I I do. I like. I like being an introvert. I like my, I like being in my thoughts. I like, I mean, sometimes it can, it can not be that great, but I like that part of me. And then I, I just put, I'm highly sensitive to people's feelings and I don't dismiss their feelings, but I seek to understand and offer comfort and empathy. My life choices and decisions are guided by my beliefs and my beliefs provide hope, peace, and are an anchor for me to hold on to. And I even read that and I thought, wow. Well, that was good. Did I really write that or did somebody else write that? (laughs) But it was so true and it's still true. Like, I think we did this. I don't know when we did this. Yeah, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. So, so yeah, just like that word about my beliefs um, provide the hope piece and are an anchor. You know, that's the biggest. That's really um, good. That's the anchor to everything when I start to float away. You know, I can go back. This is my anchor. Yeah. You should laminate that. Yeah, I should laminate that. (laughs) But is there any good book that you've been enjoying reading along any of these lines that's been encouraging you lately? I try to read a book and then I don't finish it. But I was reading Ann Voskamp's book, The Way or something like that. The Broken Way. The Broken broken Way, way. yeah. Yeah. And that's been, that was, I've enjoyed reading that. I I get a lot out of her writings because I feel like she's real. But really, I think just this Bible study I've been in for the last 10 years with a bunch of ladies, I mean, that's been the most life-changing thing. It's mm. more, it's like inductive study, you know, where you have to dig out yeah, the stuff for yourself. I think you've done it too. But yeah. um, I get more out of that than I have lately with reading books. But I do love, I do love reading. I just mm-hmm. I don't have much time to sit down and yeah enjoy a good book. Well, um, Susan, thank you so much just for chatting with me. I know your life is very full and I appreciate you just making time to chat. And I just think you, you are such an anchor and an inspiration to everyone that you know, and just your, just your joy and your confidence in the Lord is, is so refreshing. And I think people are drawn to you because of just your your care, your wisdom, just all of, all of the above your laughter, but, but just the, the hope and confidence that people can see that, that you've clung to the Lord through lots of different seasons in your life. And so I just was excited to get to talk with you and just hear a little bit more about that, because I think so many of us think, Oh, do my strengths matter? What, what does this mean? Yeah. I, do this because I have this strength or whatever. But I think just looking at you and seeing how just your presence and your, just your hope in the Lord is just radiates 
so much and your joy. So thanks, Barbara. You're, you're an encouragement to me. I mean, every time I'm with you, I'm encouraged by you and just the fact that you're doing these little, whatever you call them, podcasts or whatever. Yeah, podcasts. Whatever, you know, I mean, I I was thinking, has anyone ever interviewed Barbara? Maybe somebody (laughs) needs to interview Barbara. (laughs) But, um, so I appreciate just, it's just been good for me to have to think about, you know, it's just one more step toward, you know, life is, life is not as difficult as I can make it. And this has been helpful just to go back through these strengths and see how God is using them. So thank you for well, and even um, I forgot to ask, but kind of what I really want to cast vision for, for me, for anyone that listens is like, how does knowing your strengths and living out your strengths have more kingdom impact? And I can see for you, I mean, like, even as you mentioned, just the the investment you're having in your grandchildren and it's like it might look different than sitting in a counseling office, having people pay a little money for yeah, yeah. your your wisdom and care. But I think of just the legacy that you're leaving as you're pouring, continuing to pour into your children and your grandchildren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I mentioned last night um, to you about the um, seeing that as a grandmother, I can have big influence on my grandkids, like just watching this episode of Bluey which is this, you know, cartoon on Disney that most kids are like, you know, our kids love it, but just said this grandmother, you know, in the, in the life of these kids, you know, and there's been other shows, you know, that we've watched like little cartoons where the grandparents are involved. And I don't know, even just how God used that, like, you know, I kind of be like Bluey's grandmother, (laughs) hang out with the kids and, you know, see that this it's important. You know, I think that is when I think about it, you don't see too many families like ours where it's generational. Like I've got my mother-in-law living here. And so they get to be around their great grandmother and they get to hear her stories. They get to hear our stories and then their, their parents' stories. So um, that's important, you know, for them. Um, They do, they do start talking like us sometimes. Like Jeremiah (laughs) will say, I'm worn out. (laughs) He says that a lot. I'm worn out. (laughs) So so they're learning, learning to, you know, learning some things from us, but anyway, hopefully they're learning some good things. They're learning. They're learning way more than just that they're worn out. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank you so much. Um, one last question. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Football season starting. But <laughs> put a smile on my face. Sports. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, like I've said before, this is swimming part, you know, going mm-hmm. to the beach. We got to go to the beach. We got to go camping in Colorado a few weeks ago. That brought a big smile on my face to get out of the heat. And so it's just the simple things that we used to do, you know, fairly easily now. You know, it's not so easy. But, yeah, those kinds of things when I think about or think about the, you know, the possible opportunity to do it in the future, that's always makes me happy and think about getting together with friends or whatever. So, yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Susan. I appreciate you making time. Sure. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. 
If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.